What the fuck? Hello? <laughs> Is this thing on? Nikki. Hello? <laughs> oh my god! What up, bitches? That's What's up, beautiful motherfucking people? How the hell are we today? Welcome back to Beyond Nick. I'm so excited to get into this next episode because holy fuck, we got our first guest, y'all. Everybody, please welcome Marty to Beyond Nick. <laughs> Marty, welcome. How the fuck thank are you? Thank you, thank you. Yes, <laughs> welcome. So um, we are here today to basically talk about human design astrology and how it honestly connects with you yourself and fucking I honestly how else do you want to say that but um yeah so Marty first let's start off by telling people who the fuck are you like what's up Marty girl who's Marty <laughs> who is Marty she's crazy uh I don't know I mean listen we can go the whole astrology human design route I'm an Aquarius sun Aries rising, Gemini moon. So I'm hot and fiery and psycho and like to cut people off. And I'm also in human design, a projector, four, six. I have a splenic authority. We'll get into all of that. Um, Nikki, I'm your friend. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your number one advocate. I'm your soul sister. I'm a yes. mom. I'm nobody special. I'm just me. And I, I love sharing these types of things. So thank you so much for asking me to share about it today. Yes. I'm so fucking excited, honestly. And first two, you guys, this is just one of the main things too, that I want to kind of get across before we kind of dive deeper is know that everything literally happens for a reason. So how I met Marty was literally a chain reaction of one person who found me off TikTok. That person went into work, told their coworker, her coworker booked me, then I go visit this coworker, hang out with her and her sister, become good friends with them. And then they take me to go meet Marty. Well, no, it was, it was just a weird thing, but the Basically, thing that's the very condensed version, but yes. <laughs> yes. And it's so like, know that they're the people that do come into your life and it will happen the way that it needs to happen, no matter what. And at this time, this was also like, I'm not saying that my following has anything to do with it, but it was my very first TikTok that ever went semi-viral like it got over a thousand views and to me I was like oh my god I'm famous not really but honestly it was like it was at the very beginning before anything even ever fucking happened and here I am now doing what I'm doing with this podcast and now I'm asking Marty someone who's been there since literally the fucking beginning almost so Yay. thank you welcome thank you thank you thank you so first I love it okay so Marty has done, uh, she has all my information. She's done my human design and she's doing my astrology big three, correct? Correct. I'm also okay. going to talk a little bit about your Venus. Okay. So if, I mean, <laughs> if you want to go ahead and take it away, I'm ready, girl. All right. So I just want to touch on, I know you were sharing that you've been sick. And so you are a projector in human design okay. and projectors are here to be they're sometimes called lighthouses we're here to kind of shine the light shine the way we're here to teach people a new way of living a new way of seeing things you're also a four six um that means that as a four you are best at finding success through close networks right so people uh -huh. that you already know are going to bring you to other people that you already know they're going to bring you to jobs they're going to bring you to places that you're going to live they're going to bring you romance they're going to bring you all these experiences that you're meant to have. 
So as a projector, we're designed to rest. We're designed to kind of let life come to us. We are our most productive when we take the time to rest and relax and just feel into life and feel into our intuition and not force, force, go, go, go. We are not energizer bunnies. We are not. So mm-hmm. when you feel that you're going, 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 and you know you want to make this podcast happen and you have all these big ideas and you want to share this and share that and do this event and do that event and make all these amazing dreams come true. It's not wrong to have those ideas, but you're not meant to hustle. The hustle culture is not for me and you. <laughs> we are meant to relax relax into our dreams and let our network kind of make those things happen for us. So by Uh studying things that we're curious about, studying astrology, studying human design, studying meditation, studying mediumship, studying comedians, like whatever it is that your little brain is like, Ooh, I want to dig deeper into this rabbit hole. You're designed to do that. Dig deep into that rabbit hole, but do it from your bed, do it from your couch, do it from a floaty in a pool. If it's warm outside, like (laughs) Find a cozy spot where you're comfortable and relaxed, and that's when your brain is meant to absorb all this information. Then mm-hmm. once you start absorbing all this information, it's just naturally going to come up in a conversation or somebody's going to come to you and say, hey, I heard that you were studying about meditation. I have some questions. What do you know? Can you share what you know? And that's the invitation. So projectors are designed to respond to life through invitations like that, right? right. So you're going to be invited into things and you're going to know if that invite is right or wrong for you. And you can respond to that. But if you try to be that energizer bunny and just go, 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 go and make these dreams hustle culture. Cause that's what we're taught in this country. You're going to get sick. You're going to get exhausted and you're not going to be your most efficient. You're not going to be your most productive and you're going to get frustrated. Um, so in human design, if you're not living in your design, there's, um, okay, my brain is totally farting right now. I forget what it's called, but there's your anti-design, let's say. If you're not living in design, there everybody has kind of something that they feel and projectors will feel bitterness. So if you think back when you've ever tried hard, desperately to fight to make something happen and it yeah. didn't work out and you don't know why and you feel bitter, you feel Literally. let down, you know? You feel frustrated, like there's that bitterness that happens. So it's great to have that as a barometer because when you start feeling that, you can stop, Take a look at your life and say, what am I doing wrong? What am, where am I living out of my design? Where am I living out of alignment? Take right. a breath and reassess and then, you know, kind of come back into it. So I know for me, when I get really exhausted and grumpy or when I do end up getting sick, it's a time for me to kind of reflect and say, oh, I've been going too hard. Let me step right. back. Let me take a breather. Let me right. rest like my projector self is designed to do, you know? Yeah. And that also with like, it makes so much fucking sense when, when like 100% in reference to honestly who I was before, like before, I guess you could call me like, a, I don't want to say an entrepreneur, but like before I fucking became my own boss, I was always that person of like, okay, I go to work, I do my thing. And then I go home and I literally just relax. I chill. But ever since I've basically have now have my like a business to run, I feel like I'm like, okay, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Got to go right now. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just get fucking thrown into bed by spirit. Like they're like, bitch, shut up. Quit going. Sit down. You know, be humble. Not really. But literally, it's not about being humble. It's about you saying my brain functions best. My soul is designed 
to be fucking Cleopatra and somebody feeding me grapes while I come up with all these brilliant ideas, bitches. Like that's that's literally how you're designed to be, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead, bro. Literally. That's oh my gosh. And that honestly just gives you saying that right now, honestly already just gives me so much grace with myself because yes. I know for a fact that like what you're like, it's just it feels so true. Like what you're saying, you know, it's like you're right. I have been like, even subconsciously, I know these things, but I still deny them. It's like, okay, hold on, slow down, you know, but at the same time, yeah. I'm like, mm, it's okay. I'm not slowing down, you know, but yeah. I have learned to slow down. <laughs> Honestly, I, I love being a projector. When I found out about it at first, I was kind of like, wait, what? I have to wait to be invited to do something. Have you met me? That's not what I do. <laughs> But when you dig deeper into it, what I've learned, and and they call it an experiment, right? And Mm -hmm. there's, holy cow, so many levels of human design. Like there are, um, there's your centers and then there's your channels and then there's gates. And then, I mean, like there's, there's so much freaking to it. And I've just barely scratched the surface. And the more that you dig into it and you start experimenting with your design and what works for you, Uh you're going to learn this works, this doesn't, but just be, I mean, it's like somebody being, you know, an Aquarius and an Aquarius, they're two different, totally people. Right. And the way they respond to life is different. Same thing with human design, just because you're two projectors, you're not going to respond to things exactly the same because there's all these other levels of what makes you up, you know, like a layer cake, like there's so many levels and everybody has a different layer and a different cake, you know, at those different layers. And so you put it all together and you get completely different human beings. What I love about human design and astrology is that it has been such a tool for me to learn who I am. And that's the biggest thing because you learn to not fight yourself. You learn to have more confidence. You learn to listen to your body, listen to your intuition, not beat yourself up because, you know, you didn't get out of bed today or because you had a bad day or you ate ice cream for dinner instead of spinach, like whatever it is, (laughs) when you learn who you are on a soul level, because I truly believe that our souls chose the exact time, date, and place of birth to incarnate on this planet because that's who we are on a soul level, you know, and just because we've got these human bodies doesn't take that soul personality out of it. And after having three kids myself, every child is born with a personality. Every infant has a personality, right? And that's that soul part of you that makes you who you are. And we're so hard on ourselves sometimes, especially in this culture of like, well, I'm 20 and how come I'm not accepted to a college yet? Or I'm 25 and I don't have a career or I'm 30 and I'm not engaged. Like we have so many things in this culture that tell us this is successful. This is a good human being. Learn to throw that off and study who you are on a soul level. Like what makes you, you, what makes you tick? And you get so much grace for yourself. And when you learn to love yourself and give yourself grace, it's easy to pass that on to other people that you know. And then for someone like me who has studied it for years, just for my own curiosity, when I get to know friends and I learn about their human design and I learn about their astrology, it helps me understand them and it helps me build a better relationship with them because I know how to listen to them. I know how to respond when they're talking to me. I know what they want to do for fun. Like there's so much that you can learn about a person, so much that we don't even know about ourselves until you start digging into these layers that make so much sense. Right. And then it also kind of like, for instance, I'm going to use this as my, as an example. And I know that she'll be okay with it because I love her. (laughs) My sister (laughs) is a Leo. Okay. So there's, 
she definitely has Leo tendencies. You know what I mean? Like you, like, especially someone who is close, like me and my sister are, I know her not necessarily better than she knows herself, but it's like, I now understand since I know a little bit more about astrology and I know Leo's traits, I'm like, okay, that makes sense on why you're acting that way. And, you know, and that's like, I'm fine with it now because I just know that that's who you are. When before I'd be like, whoa, why the fuck you being a fucking bitch? You know what I mean? And it's like, (laughs) oh, that's in your chart. (laughs) Well, that's funny because your moon is in Leo. (laughs) I know. Yes. And I am literally a fucking bitch. No, the beauty of this is that there's just like everything there's a shadow side to everything right but again for me once you put the light on that shadow side once you know that shadow side of you exists then you can work to not be that raging leo bitch like you can work to be like oh wait hold on so example i'm an aries rising okay and aries are very fiery very passionate they don't mince words. They go after what they want and they're not known for being patient. So when I'm driving, I, you know, living in Orange County in California and the traffic that we have to deal with, I get a little road ragey sometimes. <laughs> and my girls will just laugh at me and they'll be like, mom, your Aries is showing right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> but I'm aware of it. So I can, I mean, it's like, oh yeah, no, you're right. Let me take a breath. This isn't that big of a deal. We'll get there when we get there, you know, yeah. calm down. So again, it's it's nice to kind of know the shadow side of things because it helps you say, oh, I'm aware of it. It's not you being a brat going, oh, this is just how I am. So screw you. It's not like right. that. You can go, oh, yeah, I'm kind of being that way. So let me just take a second, you know, recenter, get back right. to being a good human. Oh, But my I, I mean, I just think it's beautiful. So, all right, you want to di- dive into your astrology? Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. So I, I I know a lot more about the astrology stuff than I do the human design. I love human design, but again, there's so many layers to it that I'm just barely starting to scratch the surface. So, you know, if you have questions, I'm more than happy to answer that. Um, but I definitely want to dig into your astrology because from my perspective, this, oh my God, it's so you, it's so fucking you. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I'm ready. Tell me about myself, baby. <laughs> you are a Taurus sun, a Gemini rising and a Leo moon. And I love this because it's actually pretty balanced because Gemini is air, Taurus is earth, and Leo is fire. So you've got a good mix and a good grounding in there. Your Taurus, Taurus are very sensual. They love security. They love comfort. They love cozy. They love home. They love food, like you're like foodie, like really good quality food. A lot of Tauruses really enjoy cooking or they'll become a chef. Um, but Taurus is a fixed sign and it's, it's the bull, right? So Uh you're very tenacious and that can be a good thing until your bullheadedness means that, no, I'm so tenacious about this thing. I can't change. I can't look this way. I can't get off this path. Like I am on this path and I am fucking going like, this is my path. (laughs) Taurus is a very slow moving bull too. It's not, it's not the, you know, let me get there. It's the, oh, you know, I'm going to get there, but head down and knock shit out of my way and nothing's going to slow me down and, you know, kind of do that. So those are all good things. You're very reliable. Tauruses are very loyal, um, especially to family, but then friends that become family, like you'll stab somebody with those horns for those family members, right? Like they're very loyal, very reliable. So your Gemini rising, rising, rising signs are the way you present yourself to society. It's almost the mask you wear to say, this is how I want people to see me. So you want people to see you as a Gemini. 
And Geminis are chatty, chatty, chatty. Geminis are talkative as fuck. So that's me. (laughs) No, yeah, just a little bit. So they're talkative, but they're also very intellectual. They're very smart. Um, They're very spontaneous. They're known for having a hard time of being committed and making a choice. So it's kind of funny to me that you have this Taurus energy that puts its head down and just goes no matter what. And then you've got this Gemini rising coming in trying to say, well, maybe we should do this, or maybe we should do that, or maybe we should do this, or maybe we should do that. But But Geminis are notorious for not making a choice. Like, you don't know which way to go. Like, you get very, like, and you get very bored and you're like, oh, something shiny. Oh, something shiny. But Whoa, you've got literally. this Taurus energy coming at you to kind of like balance each other out a little bit there, you know? Yes. Then your moon is in Leo. Leos are passionate. Leos are lovers. Leos are fun. Leo, people love having a good grounded Leo in their life, right? When it's not the shadow side and the egotistical narcissist coming out. But Leos are very charismatic and Leos are such a good example of what it means to be self-confident and just have this like, fuck you, I'm weird confidence. Like I love me. Why don't you love me? Like for me, I love Leos. I love good Leos because they bring this energy of self-confidence that all of us could use a little bit more of. Right. Right. So um, again, you've got this crazy Leo, crazy Gemini, but this grounding of this Taurus where you have a goal, you have a path, you're just going to put your head down and you're going to go. So the one things, the few things that I just want to make you aware of on your path Mm -hmm. is be aware of that Taurus energy that stops you from choosing a different path. You get so stuck on this rut that you're going through that sometimes maybe listening to that Gemini going, Hey, something shiny, go to the, go look at something shiny. Maybe it's going to lead you somewhere cool, you know? So just the little things to keep in the back of your mind and be aware. You also have Gemini in Venus and Mercury. So you've got a lot of Gemini in your chart. And I loved your (laughs) podcast about the stars beyond the stars because you were like, I'm just going to Gemini it all up in here and talk about this and talk (laughs) about that. And, you know, you're going to get whiplash trying to follow along. But you were being you and you're just so authentically you because that Leo moon. So your moons are your emotions. Your moons are your, how you respond to situations and life coming at you. And uh-huh. you respond with a confidence. You respond with that bad bitch energy of like, yeah, you know, so your Taurus strength is coming in saying, I can't be budged. And your Leo reaction is coming in going, yeah, I know you don't like it. Whatever. I like it. Fuck you. I'm, I'm bad bitch. I'm bad bitch Nikki. Like, <laughs> I love how those come together. And people who know you or even just listen to your podcast can definitely see, you know, that that bull, I'm going my way and you don't like it. You know, not in a, you don't like it, get out, but just in a, hey, yeah, I know you didn't like that, but I love it because I love me, you know? And and again, we all need more of that self-love Leo energy in our lives, you know? Yeah, literally. And that's, oh my gosh, I'm in. Like also just hearing someone else talk about me the same way that I perceive myself, (laughs) I guess, you know what I mean? Not saying that I see myself as this cocky bitch, but it's more of like, I frankly do not give a fuck what people think. But at that same time, like I over-criticize and I walk, I walk over the path so many different times. I'm like, did I say that correctly? Did I do that correctly? Did I do this the right way? You know what I mean? And then to the point where I just have stressed myself out to the fucking max. And I'm like, 
wait, I got to remind myself, I don't give a fuck. So why am I thinking so much about it? You know what I mean? And so it's like exactly how you're talking about, like how, like how you said, this is how I do my life. So if you don't fucking like it, fucking go, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. And it honestly is. Yeah. I like, it is that. I don't I'm not going to beg you to stay like this 100% and that is like the channel change it (laughs) yes and that is within every relationship in my life no matter where who I don't give a fuck this is who I am and I'm not changing for anyone but and then there was also this I saw something recently where they were talking about like how Tauruses can be very stubborn and they just like have an issue with like authority and I'm like I mean I feel like I do but at the same time I'm like if it's respected authority, I'm cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're not going to be an asshole about the authority or the power that you do have, I'm going to be cool. You know what I mean? Right. And then the moment, whenever I feel like that, you just either threatened my independence is the moment where I'm going to show you, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do what I want to do anyways. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like yeah. there, Oh, there was freaking, um, Miley Cyrus's mom was, there was a TikTok video of her being on call her daddy podcast and they, she said that she gets mad at people like at the TSA line for just them fucking ex- <laughs> like existing. Like she automatically thinks they're, and I'm like, bro, but like same, like, I'm like that badge means fucking absolutely nothing right. besides, Hey, I have this power. And then like, whenever they're fucking rude, like at TSA lines and I'm like, yep, you better slow your roll and just check to see if I have fucking guns and bombs, like lose <laughs> right. the attitude because you know what I mean? Like I get so irritated, but at the same time, I'm like, I get over it. Yeah. But at the same time, it just makes me sad because it makes me think of like, what if someone comes through their line that doesn't have the voice to be able to stand up for themselves? You know what I mean? So it's like, it is my, I feel like honestly, my job in that moment to basically humble their ass, like bring them back down to fucking earth real quick. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I'm going to ram you with my fucking horns real quick. So that (laughs) way I get out of this ring. You know what I mean? Like I will go around and around with you, but, and then with my Leo side, just like my emotions and things like that. Like I Mm -hmm. 100%, I am so fucking passionate. Like everything that I do, I do. And if it's something that I'm not passionate about, I don't do it. That's it. You know what I mean? I just, it's so not. that comes into play in two places in your chart. So Geminis are very easily bored, very easily bored. And a bored Gemini is like the worst thing ever. It's worse <laughs> than a narcissistic Leo, in my opinion, because right. that's like, that's like giving a three-year-old a bucket of fireworks and a lighter. Like you don't know what's going to happen with a bored Gemini, right? Don't, don't. Bored Geminis are scary. So with your Leo, um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought thinking about a toddler with fireworks, but I know that's so fucking got literal. that Gemini boredom. So you're not going to put up with it. You're not going to put up with being bored. You're not going to put up with mediocre. You don't want boredom in your life. You don't want mediocre in your life. You're not going to sit with a friend that's not going to intellectually stimulate you, right? right? Because Leo's like passion. Leo's like fun. Leo's are, you know, the lion and the big energy and the, the charisma. Like that's probably the best word to sum up a Leo is charisma. Like you just draw people when you suck people in because there's such a care a charisma about you because you're fun and you've got this confidence that people want and they're drawn to and attracted to but you're not going to waste time on people that are not your level you lions aren't going to sit around and wait for the hyena to like get cool like it's not going to happen right so same thing like you're not going to sit around and wait for somebody to get on your level you're not gonna you're not snobby about it it's not a click thing where you're like 
oh, I can't talk to you because you're not a Leo. It's not like that, but you're very open and welcoming. Like the Taurus loves that family. You love, you love to bring friends in that become family. Like that's conscious or subconscious. That's your goal with every friend. When you make a friend, you've got this idea in your head of, are they going to become family? Because if they're not, then okay, then then you're not going to kick them out of your life, but they very quickly make it out to the peripheral and they stay there. Bro, always looking to bring those people in. Yes, that is so fucking true to the motherfucking core because yeah, that is it, (laughs) bro. Like, and that's the thing too. I am really close with my family and I'm really close with my friends. Like I find comfort with combining the two. Like I love whenever like me and my sister hang out with someone together. You know what I mean? Like we, like we also, you know, sometimes share the same friends and I like, I just love those moments. And then I love also telling all my friends about all my family. And it's like, I love telling my family all about my friends. And then like, I honestly, this is the thing too. I have such close relationships with multiple people in my life, but at the same time, the only thing connecting them to each other is me. And I don't mean yeah. that in a weird way, but it's like, no. I have such a deep connection with like my friend, Jacqueline, but then Jacqueline sees me in a different way than like me and Lindsay see each other. You know what I mean? And it's like, yes. but Jacqueline and Lindsay, they don't know each other. And then, so it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's yes. just the weirdest thing. And I honestly cannot wait like for the day of, I don't fucking know whenever I get married, I guess. <laughs> But whenever all my friends are together in one place, like to me, it's so weird because I'm like, okay, so they know this about me and they know that I act like this. So, but they don't get that version of me hardly. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I have so many multiple fucking, I don't want to say personalities, but I really do. And like, as a Gemini, I, you kind of do. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then, so like, even like one of my good friends at work or that at work that I met while dispatching Laura like her and I, we have the, like, it is just the relationships that I have with these people are so fucking detailed and in depth. And it's like, to the point where they literally feel like family. And it's like the ones that don't want to stay around. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not asking you to, but at that same time, I do like get kind of emotional and I'm like, wait, what did I do for them not to like me? What did I do for them to back away but then I like at the same time I'm like I get so over it because I'm like bitch if you want to be a fucking bitch be a fucking bitch but I'm gonna be my own fucking self over here right you don't like me go like no one is asking you to stay or to be here exactly one of my favorite sayings I heard it probably five or six years ago and I I don't know who to credit I just read it online so I credit the internet but um it said (laughs) I'm not everyone's cup of tea but some people prefer whiskey and I guarantee you, I'm somebody shot of whiskey. I am not everyone's cup of tea because I am not like calm and proper and pinky up. Like that is not me. Are you fucking that is me? so me. Like, like I'm a motherfucking hurricane. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Woman something tall and strong. Literally though. That is, I am not fucking tea either. Right. And so I'm not offended if you don't like tea. I, I don't generally like coffee, you know, like I, it's just not my thing, but I'm not mad at people that do like it. I'm not angry that it exists. I'm just not going to buy it, you know? And I think some right. people forget that you can do that with humans. You know, you don't have to like everybody. You don't have to believe what everybody else believes, but no one's forcing you to. And if they right. are walk away, you know, right. allow people, as long as they're not like 
murdering anyone and we're not being rude to children, then let them be, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're not right. hurt anybody, have your beliefs. If it makes you a better human being and let them have their beliefs, you know, you're going to find your people. You're going to find your tribe. I'm so over that phrase, but it's true. Like you're, we, we have these magnetic personalities, everybody's energy, right? We all have these energies and these auras and energy like attracts like, like magnets. So let the universe do what it's going to do. Let your spirit guides guide you to people that belong and deserve to be in your life. And, and you need them and they need you. And it's this mutually beneficial, beautiful relationship. And if it falls to the side, it was what it was when it needed to be. You know, not every relationship that you come into in your life is going to be a lifelong thing. And I think that's really hard for a lot of us, you know, right. like I know you were sharing on your last podcast about love and not having to put boundaries in, I mean, having to put boundaries in place because you weren't getting what you needed back out of it, but yet you know that that relationship needed to be what it was for the time that it was and take nice. the positive, take the beauty out of it, take the lessons you learned and grow and then move on so that you can move into the next relationship more healed and not just romantic ones, but with your kids, with your family, with your friends. Like if you have a breakup with a friendship, even learn from it. It takes right. two they're not the only ones that screwed up. There's things that you can look at in yourself and say, what could I have done different? How could I have better been a better friend? You know? So right. I think I got enough on a side tangent. That's not astrology, but <laughs> no, honestly though, it, we need to go there. Honestly, that's why, because that's a, that's a big thing also is just like your friend and like something that I have also kind of been paying attention to, especially as being a medium and coming into my gifts is like, like people literally come out of the fucking woodworks to try to be my friend. Does that make yeah. sense? Because yes. of who I am as someone who's able to connect to the other side, they want yes. to know constantly what messages that I'm bringing forward, what, who's connecting with me. They want me to give them a reading while we're at dinner or at lunch or, right. you know what I mean? And it's like, if you really respected me in my time, it would show. Exactly. And so that just proved, and then that's the fucking thing, bro. I'm consciously aware of what's happening. You are consciously aware of what's happening. So that is you knowing, okay, I'm going to be a cunt for a second and fucking ask her <laughs> because I frankly don't give a fuck about this relationship. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, and excuse my language, I hardly ever call people cunts. I, that felt really weird coming out of my mouth, so, but at the same time, it's <laughs> Like that word so, is like holy to me. I'd only use that word if you really deserve it. Like that is the one, like <laughs> literally, literally, like you guys were like, whoa, who fucking pissed this bitch off? <laughs> but like literally though, like when it's so obvious to me that what is happening, but we're yeah. gonna also act so stupid to the point of I what do you mean? I respect you as a medium. I respect you. But if if, if you do you wouldn't ask, you know what I mean? Like you would, like, right. but at the same time, I love it when people ask because it just like, we all know that it's an elephant in the fucking room, especially whenever I meet new people who yeah. know of me or know what I do. You know what I mean? Like, please bring it up. Stop staring at me awkwardly in the fucking corner because I can feel your energy <laughs> and how you are fucking judging me. You know what I mean? Like yes. not necessarily judging me, but I can feel fear. I can yeah. feel nervousness. And to me, it's like, and then how am I supposed to bring it up? Hey, I'm psychic. I can tell that you're fucking scared of me. So get your ass <laughs> over here. Let's fucking talk, bro. What the fuck you want to know? You know what I mean? Like quit the bullshit and just fucking tell me, what do you want to know? 
Yeah. And then after that, I'll tell you. And if we're still friends after that, we're still friends after that. But at that same time, I, like I said, people come out of the motherfucking woodwork. Yep. People that I have never spoken to. And it's, and, and at the same time, I'm like, I want to be able to have that compassion and that heart for this person to be able to relate right. from their past loved ones. But right. at that same time, I'm like, if it was meant to be, it would, it would have already happened maybe. Okay. It so here's Go my ahead. perspective as I'm hearing you say this, cause you, cause you're a projector and you are a emotional authority. So what that means is when it feels good to get that invitation because you're designed to get invitations to things, right? So it feels good to have somebody say, oh, give me your reading. Oh, what do you do? Tell me tell me more about that. Oh, I would love to get for you to give me a reading. Of course that feels good because you feel seen and you've, had, you've received an invitation, right? What right. your responsibility is in that situation is to listen to your inner authority because you don't have to respond to every invitation or I'm sorry, you don't have to accept every invitation, right? Whoa. You have to respond yes or no, but you don't Whoa. have to accept every invitation that you get, right? So let's say that, you know, you get an invite to a, um, I don't know, a basketball game, but you really love hockey. You don't want to go to the basketball game. So you're going to be like, yeah, no, that's not my thing. Thanks. And you say no, and it's no big deal. Right. But right. somebody comes along and is like, Hey, I got tickets to a hockey game. You're like, fuck yeah, I love hockey. Let's go. So you don't feel guilty about turning down an invitation like, to something that you don't want to physically go to in real life. Right. Like I would you, feel you guilty. can say no. Wow. Well, okay. Well, this is your problem as a projector. So listen, so you're okay. Okay. I would honestly some- probably tell the person that invited me to hockey. I'd be like, well, okay. But don't say anything. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily saying I try to hide it, but it's just like, I feel bad that I turned this person down, but then I'm going to do this instead. But at the same time, oh, why? That's me why? fucking people pleasing. Like, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I love it. So, the, but I think also as a projector, um, you want those invites because again, it feels good, you know? So yeah. like we're saying in your last podcast, we are designed for outside affirmations, but we can't live on that. We have right. to have our own self-worth from in as well, but it's good to have those outside, you know, affirmations of like, oh, you're such a great person or you helped me through this. So I think even more so as a projector, we're really looking to be seen and those invitations make us feel seen. And so it's hard to say no to them because it makes us feel good to get them, yes. but to protect your energy, protect your health, protect your life and to give you the best possible life moving forward you have, you can't accept all of them. You would be exhausted. You will have bitterness because you'll start to resent people because you feel like everyone is using you and everyone's sucking your energy. So you have to learn to listen to your inner authority and choose which invitations are meant for you and which ones are not. And it's okay. It's really okay. I would rather say, Hey, look, I bought you these flowers and have somebody say, Oh, I'm allergic. No, thank you. Okay, fine. You know, or, Oh, that's not for me. Okay. Like, I might be bummed that somebody, it doesn't get to hang out with me for the afternoon, but I'm not going to stop being their friend because they turned on an invitation from me, you know, yeah. and there's a healthy way to do that. So your inner authority is emotional. And so you are meant to kind of bounce your ideas off of other people. So if you get in a situation where somebody is like, Hey, give me a reading. And you're like, okay, I'll do it real quick right now. And then it becomes like, Hey, give me a reading. Hey, give me a reading. Hey, give me a reading. And that invite is just happening over and over and over again. Then maybe talk to some people that you trust in your inner circle and be like, Hey, this person is kind of being like this or saying this or asking me this and get their, um, 
um, neutral, I was gonna say negative, get their neutral feedback in that situation because right. conversations with others will stir something in your brain. It will waken something in your subconscious. And I've seen it just in not conversations you and I have that aren't even about anything. You're like, oh, that, yeah, that makes me want to do this. Like, cause you're designed, literally designed to work that way. Bro, that is so wild. And what's even crazy too, like, as you're saying that, I just realized too, that like, Sometimes I don't even notice when people are using me, you could say, I guess, mm-hmm. like, especially like when they're pretending to be my friend for, because of being a medium, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't see that. I literally see, oh, they're just really wanting to be my friend. You know what I mean? And then like my yeah. inner circle will be like, Hey, are you sure that person's cool and legit? And then I'll be like, I mean, yeah, I think so. Well then come out later. No, yep. you know what I mean? And then it's like, I thought you were the psychic one here, bitch. And it's just like, <laughs> I mean, I just feel so big for everyone. And I, you know, and yeah. I try to see the good in, in all people, even if they have screwed me over or even if they are fucking rude or or whatever it is, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like I was saying, like I humble people really quick. I bring yeah. up like, and that's something too, that spirit has been showing me, like, especially whenever it comes to my readings all the time. And like, even you probably know, because I've gave you readings here and there and I'll be like, I don't mean this in a rude way. And it's like, bitch, just fucking say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spirit has been telling me like, you have to start delivering the fucking full truth, the way that it's coming to you, because yes. that is what they are needing. And it's yes. like, there's so many different spiritual leaders, I guess you could say that are in the community. Mm-hmm. I hate saying the word community. Whenever we talk about spiritual communities, but, um, it, it, you get, you can just tell that they are literally giving them what they want to hear and not yeah. what they need to hear. And yeah. to me, I'm like, I will never bullshit you. And I will never lie to you. If your past loved one comes in, they fucking come in if they don't. And I will try to connect with them, but if there's nothing, I'm not going to sit here and try to force myself to receive yes. information from your past loved one. You know what I mean? And yes. so with that, it's like, also, it's more of especially when people come and they book with me for the, for like some people in the past where they've booked with me and I've connected them with their past loved ones. It was the most amazing thing that they've ever experienced. You know what I mean? Then they go tell their friends and then their friends book with me. And then they think that it's also going to be something that's very connecting with the other side, but really this is all about just them. And they're like, well, I was actually wanting to see if my such and such would come through. And I'm like, well, I mean, they don't want to because they would this rather is what you need time. to hear right now yes literally and so and I don't even know how I got here to this point this moment right now but basically it's just <laughs> we it's tend so, to do that a lot <laughs> literally <laughs> well I, I, Gemini. I had a thought and now it's gone I know I mean I have Gemini moon so my emotions can be a little like I'm happy I'm sad I'm all over the place it's fine um, I was going to say something else about your human design. I think it was, and I, I don't know, I lost it. Oh, I was going to say just owning what you are and, and, and saying what you need to say, you know, because you do have a gift and people need to hear those messages that they can't, some people can't hear those messages through their own meditation. Some people can't hear those messages through free journaling. Some people need a physical human voice to say, hey, this is what you need to hear right now, right? So right. you absolutely have a purpose and a design here. And this is what you're doing. And I fucking love you for it. Like, you know, that I love you. I adore you. I think you're amazing yes. and authentic and putting yourself out there. And it's great. But I also think that you, it's just like, okay, so I have three kids, right? Uh And if I was the kind of mom that when they were toddlers, I was just like, 
oh no, honey, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Go ahead, do this. Well, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So like you raise spoiled fucking brats if you do that, right? So you have to come at them with this authority that comes from a place of love and respect right? Like you can raise your toddlers and have respect for your toddlers because respect is a two-way street. You respect them, they're going to respect it back, but you have to teach them boundaries. You have to teach them that that there are boundaries that exist within that respect, right? So same thing with sharing with, because I feel like a lot of the people that come to you and come into your world, they're, they're baby in the spiritual like awakening, right? Like they're just starting to question some of these spiritual things and beliefs that you and I have known for years or explored for years. So you have to treat them as kind of this toddler where it's like, listen, you might not like everything I say, and it might sting a little bit, but it's for your best good. Your, your highest powers are coming through me to say this to you because this is what you need to hear. And you're not doing them any favors by sugarcoating it. You're going to raise a spoiled little spiritual brat instead of a powerful fucking warrior. Right. Right. You're so own your right. shit. You're right. I need to. I will. I'm gonna start telling y'all bitches everything that you need to fucking hear. <laughs> Love it. Do it. So um, okay, so we were talking before we started recording about basically about just like love and ah, yes. So Woo. Venus is the planet that rules your romance, your love in your life, yes. correct? Yes. Venus so, is all about love and romance and also aesthetic beautiful okay. things. So your Venus is in Gemini and it has a bad reputation in the astrology world because everybody thinks that Venus in Gemini means that you'll never settle down. You'll never make a commitment. And if you do, you're going to cheat on that person. I disagree. I completely disagree with that. I see where that thought process comes from. But yes. again, I feel like that's the shadow side of that, right? Like that can be the shadow side of having Gemini in Venus, but there's a shadow side to every sign, right? So if you're aware of that and you know that, then you can make a conscious decision to say either this isn't it. I'm not going to settle just to settle, which I think you are on that path. Like what you've been sharing and what you've been going through and what you've recently done and by cutting off somebody that wasn't respecting your boundaries and giving back what you know you deserve and need. Um, that's a huge step right there. And the way I've heard you talk about it, it wasn't caught off of that egotistical Leo side of like, fuck you, dude, I get my own. Like, it wasn't like that. It came from a place of this has served me and I'm grateful and it was beautiful, but it's time to cut it off because you're not, you're not where I'm at and you're not where I need somebody to be. And that's okay. No judgment. Right. Not saying your feelings weren't hurt, not saying, you know, you might've had some nasty thoughts, but I think that's human yes. nature and that's okay. And that's part of the healing process, right? Yes. So being aware of those things, but Gemini and Venus can be a really fucking beautiful thing too, because Geminis are passionate. Geminis are fun and Geminis don't, they don't like being bored, right? So you're the kind of lover that's always going to spice it up. You're always going to try something new. You're going to, and I'm not just with sex, right? just in a relationship, not just with sex, but you're the kind of like romantic partner who's going to come home one day and be like, uh, I bought us ticket. I bought us train tickets to go to New Mexico. And we're going to like, you know, try all these amazing foods out there. Hop on bitch. Let's go. Like you're going to have that spontaneity. You know what I mean? Yes. That is 1000 fucking percent. Correct. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So don't, like I said, be aware of that shadow side for sure. You know, but you being aware of the shadow side of Gemini and Venus means that you don't want to settle. 
You know, you, yeah. you do, you have a, t- a hard time making commitment, but Gemini's do. That's what I'm saying. Gemini's have a hard time choosing a path, choosing what they want. Cause Oh, something shiny. Oh, something shiny. And yes, that can come into play in your love life. But if you're aware of it, then that means that you'll know without a shadow of a doubt, when you found that person, that's always going to look shiny to you. You're yeah. never going to be distracted by anything else because you waited, you waited for that right person to come along. That's always going to keep you interested, is never going to let you be bored, is going to let you run wild and be you. So being aware of that shadow side of, oh, I might cheat or I might not be committed to this, then don't settle. Don't fucking settle for something less than you deserve. Don't settle just because everybody else who's 30 is engaged. Don't fucking settle, right? Really? Literally. (laughs) And that is something too that I have also been like also talking with my friends about is that like, if I am in a committed relationship with someone and I'm enjoying it. And to me, it's, it feels fucking beautiful. It's on fire. It's something that's just totally fucking rad. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. like, I'm down to get down with you, bro. Like, that's it. Ah, why am I getting yeah. butterflies? Ooh. Like, okay. But then at the same time, like, it's not that I'm not committed to them, but my thing is if, for some way, somehow, something, and this is just saying, if some way, somehow, something better comes, I'm taking it. And I'm going to yeah. tell you, hey, bro, I'm sorry, but we're done. I got to go on this road now. You right. know what I mean? And it's right. like at that same time, but it's like, because like, I know for a fact that there's going to be so many different stages within my life that I'm going to grow emotionally, mentally, yes. spiritually. And if you were part of this 10 years of, of that life of me, but now I'm wanting someone else and you don't want to be that someone else, that's yep. cool. But I'm giving you the option. So where it's like, Hey, do you, you know, at the same time, it's like, I'm not asking them to change themselves for me. Right. I'm no, asking to change themselves for themselves. And for, the, for you, if they're going to stay in this team, this partnership with you, then this is what the partnership requires. Right. You know? And that's okay because, because as a partnership, we should be able to have those conversations with each other, right? 1000%. We are all going to grow and we're all going to change and we're all going to go through what we go through. And if we want to stay committed and we want to stay in this partnership and make it work, then we have to be able to have that open communication. And we have to be able to hear not just the words, but the intent and hear what that our partner is saying to us. Right. Yes. And then if it works out that we're not going the same way, we don't have the same goals and values anymore then that's okay. You know, you dissolve the partnership and you move on. There doesn't have to be nasty, hard, achy, ugly feelings about it because we should never stop evolving and growing as humans. We should never stop learning. We should never stop growing. If you do, that's sad. That's really sad to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is someone who has basically has given up on their own life. Yeah. That's how I feel. And that is also those other people who are in that shadow self, that shadow version right. of who they are, you know, like, like if you haven't done the inner work, then you definitely are going to be that egotistical yes. cheater. You know what I yes. mean? It's like, you're yes. not going to give a fuck about hurting other people's feelings at the end. Like you were just right. satisfying your wants, well, your desires, your yeah. shadow desires, I guess you could say, you know, yeah. you would rather indulge in something negative than be honest to because we're so scared of how this person's going to react. We're so right. scared of how they're going to, you know, come off to this energy, or I don't want right. to hurt their feelings or also the people that want to have their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. I just want to test it out. I just want to see if 
You know what I mean? Yes. And like to me, yeah. if you, if I am ever, and that is the thing too, that I'm going, like I say in every relationship, if there is ever one part of you ever that is thinks or wants to possibly engage sexual relations or even emotional relations. Like you can fucking have emotional cheating without a fucking doubt. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. just because you didn't put your fucking dick inside of her doesn't mean that Absolutely. you aren't cheating. You know what I mean? Yes. And so like, anyways, so basically it's like, all I'm asking is that you tell me. So I know that it's time for me to move on. Yes, exactly. I have never, ever begged someone to stay with me. And it's a really hard concept for me to understand. I get that a lot of people have this fear of being alone and they don't want to be without this person. And, and so I can understand it. But for me, it's kind of, it's a really foreign concept. I've never begged anyone to stay with me because why? Why? Why would I beg you to stay with me and be miserable and constantly looking outside of the relationship? Nobody's happy. No, Nobody's happy, you know? And if you don't want to be with me, please just tell me. I'm an adult. I can take it. I might be sad, but it's okay. And I'd rather be sad about you telling me that you don't want to be with me than be sad about the fact that you're sticking around, but you don't really love me anymore. Like that, that's horrible. Like, you know, so just be honest, be open, be real, talk about these things with your partner. I'm going to say something really quick about your Leo. Okay. Because well, your Leo and your Taurus, the beauty of your balance. Like I said, you've got air, you've got fire, you've got water, uh, earth air fire and earth and it's a good balance because even though you're gemini like i said you have gem three gemini in rising mercury and venus so your communication is all over the place you show yourself as this like vibrant chatty person to society and as venus you know you don't want to settle and you don't want to be bored you you want to be always something fresh and new you don't ever want it to get complacent right yeah but the beauty is your taurus and your leo are both incredibly loyal signs incredibly fucking loyal so you've got this balance right you've got this I don't ever want to be bored and I'm not sure if I want to settle but when I do make that choice and I do settle I've got these strong lion bull loyal as fuck pieces of me that I'm going to accept and I'm going to turn on you know I just think all this put together means you're not somebody that's going to settle to you're not going to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship that's not you 100% and, yeah. and you know, what's weird too. I don't know if maybe it's my physical body, but this is the thing I fucking hate whenever, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest, bro, because I'm a bigger person. And if you, if someone is not a bigger person, if you've lived a skinny life, your whole fucking life, then you will fucking not understand this. But let me tell you, it's a real fucking thing. You guys that just because I want to be nice to the opposite sex, a male specifically, they automatically think because I'm a bigger stature that I'm ready to fuck them or I'm ready to marry them and I'm ready to get down. And- Nikki, it's not just because you're a bigger person. It's because I'm they think you. with their dicks. I'm telling you, I'm oh, nice yeah, to people right. just to be nice. And I have the same fucking issue. And, and I've never been a big person. Like I'm but- tiny. But dude, they're just, they're dicks, <laughs> literally. It, it's literally though, the way that it's like, they just assume that just because that I have, or also that because I am bigger, that I have low self-esteem. So I come yeah. off as easy. Yeah. Oh, she's easy. She'll fuck me real quick. Excuse me. Yeah. Get your fucking dick out of here. You ugly bitch. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. People are like, bitch, who is this? I'm telling yep. you. I, this is my feistiness coming through. Like you mess with yeah, me, I love it. you'll get the fucking horns and that's it. You know what I mean? But at that <laughs> same time, 
if you're just a cool, genuine person, then you'll get my heart. Yes. You will. Everybody will. Yes. You know what I mean? But at that same time, if you're going to come at me like a cock ass, yeah. you're going to get the fucking horns. Like I will humble you. Like I said, I will humble you. Yes. So if you guys know of anyone that needs humbled, fucking send him my way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love like, it. You put your dick away for just a fucking second and think with that fucking mushy thing inside your head. And, and also how pathetic is it that the first chick that says hi to you and you think she's easy. So you're just going to go like, fuck her. Like really have some self-esteem for yourself, dude. Like, come on. Yes, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, bro. Literally. And yes. it's, it's just, it's being single is so fun also, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause it's just like, you see how not really fun. I mean, I mean it is, but at the same time, it's, <laughs> it's, you just see, especially being the single friend out of the group, you know what I mean? Like at, or just out of, when I say the group, just like in a world of people that are in relationships, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is just so beautiful to see because we see the actual toxic bullshit that these people are putting yeah. up with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whoa, you've been with this motherfucker for 10 years and he's been like that. Like yeah. at what point are you going to wake the fuck up and be like, okay, this is not what I need. This is not yes. what I deserve. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't care if you've been high school sweethearts. Like to me, that's another thing. High school sweethearts. I really do not get right. because I have who I was in high school dating someone <laughs> like around that time. I'm like fucking ew. Like, yeah. But at that same time, good for you, bro. If you married your high school sweetheart and it's, you guys are evolving and growing together. I feel like that that's. Yes. I think that's beautiful. I just don't think that's the norm. You know, I'm good for you, honestly. Good for you. And literally and those of you out there that are are high school sweethearts and you know, you've been married for 40 years and you've got kids and you're still happy and massively in love with each other, that's fucking beautiful. And I love it and I'm happy for you. I love love. I do. I just think that, you know, we've seen too many rom-coms and we've seen literally. too many princess movies to be like, oh, this is normal, this is perfect. But I I don't think it is, you know, and yeah. I think that that was something that worked, you know, a long time ago with different generations. But part of that was because the men grew up and went to war or, you know, even before that people were dying in their thirties, you know? And, and yeah. so kid, people were having kids when they were like 14, 15 years old, because you were going to die when you were 30 and you had to need, have a bunch of them to help, you know, take care of your farm. And so it's a generational thing, you know? And so yeah. I'm going to bring this back to astrology for a minute and talk about how Pluto and Aquarius Pluto yeah. is what's hidden and um, bringing to light hidden things and, you know, our subconscious and, you know, it kind of has this dark connotation to it, but it's just bringing things to light and it's a changing of the systems, right? And so Pluto moved into Aquarius in January of this year, and it's going to stay there for 20 years. And I think you're going to see changes with the way the nuclear family looks. I think you're going to see changes in the way that marriages look. I think you're going to see changes in the way parenting and parents and, and the family, quote unquote, the family unit is going to look because Pluto's changing stuff and it's moving into, or it's in Aquarius and Aquarius is all about humanity. Aquarius is all about the greater good for the masses, right? Yes. So the opposite of Aquarius is Leo and Leo is all about that self-love, that self-confidence and loving yourself and building up yourself. Whereas on the other side of that, Aquarius has that same love, but for humanity, for the entire planet, right? Yes. And so you're going to start seeing changes of what's best for the whole, 
what's good for all of humanity, not just a select few. So Pluto moved out of Capricorn. Capricorn is very CEO energy. Capricorn is very like politician power. Capricorn is very, um, I know what I want and I want to be successful and I'm going to go for it. And I don't mean that in, in a, the 1% or political way that, that we kind of see in the world, because that is more the shadow side of that. But uh-huh. we're coming out of that. You know, and I think we're going to see a change in our political systems. I think we're going to see a change in the way we elect our politicians. I think we're going to see a change in the politicians that come into office and the ideas and the views that they have are going to be more humanitarian based and less industrial revolution based. You know what I mean? It's not going to be about the economy and money. It's going to be about people and humans because Aquarius is about the humans. Capricorns tend to be very business, you know, economy minded. And we need those things, right? Like we need economy. We need, you know, everybody to, you know, have what we need and we need to produce stuff and all that kind of stuff. But um, I just think it's interesting. And I think that Aquarians have more of a reputation of being more compassionate than Capricorn. So Aquarians are not known for being in love. Aquarians are actually known for being very aloof when it comes to being in love, but they have this love for humanity that comes across as a compassion. And so I do think there's going to be a sense of compassionate love that we start seeing coming out in the collective and, and, you know, the world as a whole. Um, I also think the other beautiful thing is that Venus is not going to retrograde all of 2024. So it's just full steam ahead with love, baby. You know, I said earlier, Care Bear stare fucking Care Bear stare full of love for 2024. Like, let's fucking go. And so every year I choose a word and it usually just comes to me sometime in December. And this December uh, was like, okay, love. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Like, sorry, spirit guides, you gave me the wrong word. Try again. And they're like, no, bitch, love. Like, literally for yourself, for your kids, for your friends. And stop being a cold-hearted bitch when it comes to romance. Open up. It's okay. Yeah, you've been burned, but you've made some shitty choices. Like some of your heartburn has been your own fucking problem. So literally put that love out because the more love we put out, the more love that's going to come back. And we need way more fucking love in our world right now. Like we need so much love out there. Let's care bear stare that. Let's go. Yes, (laughs) literally. And that's too, guys, what I've been fucking saying. Like we we're waking up to love that's what's honestly and then like I know last episode I was talking about like love is in the air but at the same time I was like telling you guys if you're in a fucking shitty relationship fucking leave you guys are like bitch what the fuck this is the most double standard shit I've ever met in my life (laughs) but at the same time it's like you are waking up to true love of what you deserve in your life and if the person or situation that you are currently in right now in this moment is not serving you So basically love is in the air because it's waking you up to the shit that you've been dealing with for either so long, you know, the last few weeks, the last few months, the last few years, whatever. Now is that time for you to wake up and go after what it is that you love. Follow love because ultimately that is also going to bring you so much more peace within yourself. And, you know, like, I'm, I feel like I'm getting a big download from spirit right now in reference to this, but basically it's all just in reference to also love is going to be connected to your intuition. The moment that you follow what you love, the moment that your intuition is also going to be amplified. And I'm telling you all right now, yes, you motherfucker. Yes, you 
you have the ability to connect with energy. You have the ability to connect with souls. Souls are energy. Ergo, you connect with energy. Everything in this world has consciousness. Everything in this lifetime has love. Um, everything has a place of home to higher consciousness where this be, you know, God's source, universe, energy, whatever it is that you feel comfortable with calling it. But I'm telling you right now, there's more to this life than what you think. And the moment that you love and allow yourself to just be and allow yourself to be loved is the moment that you will start seeing, realizing, and understanding what has been in front of you this whole time. You'll probably start going freaking out. Oh my God, I've been such a fucking, you know, selfish bitch the last 30 years of my life. No, you are just waking up to how you're supposed to serve your community. So that's that. And Marty, just, I, I love you so much for coming on here. And I just want to thank you so, so much for taking the time and the energy to basically break down my, my big three and my human design. Just no, I was going to say just for my podcast, but because it, it was also, it was so beautiful for me, but, um, I hope that whatever Marty has talked about today, I know for a fact that you guys have are intrigued now within your own selves and that that satisfies me to my deepest core because I want you guys and Marty, I'm sure does too, you know, wants you guys to find yourself, find, like she said, what makes you tick because that ultimately is going to bring you your soul's purpose. Is there anything you would like to add before we head out? I just, one of the things I love about your podcast from the very beginning, the last like three minutes is such a pep talk. But there's been podcasts that I only listen to the last three minutes be like, yeah, I can take on the day now. Let's fucking go. You're like a coach in a locker room. And I fucking love it. I love how you end oh podcast, bitch. I love you. I love this. Thank you for having me on. If you yes. want, put a link in the bottom of this thing, whatever. People can reach out to me sure. if you want me to talk with you. I'm more than happy to do that. Find somebody reputable. Find somebody that resonates with you. If it's not me, dig into it yourself. But find something reputable and learn who the fuck you are. Because self-love, self-love is amazing. Right. You're so right. And of course, yes, this is absolutely your time to shine, baby girl. So I'm going to be putting all of Marty's stuff in the show notes, all of her, how to get in contact with her. We haven't really discussed that yet. So we'll discuss yeah, that. After it'll be in the notes. <laughs> we'll yes. It it'll be in the show notes. The <laughs> links will be there for you to connect with her. And you guys have the most beautiful fucking day. And thank you for listening. Toodles.